Proverbs 18.23, the poor use entreaties, but the rich answer roughly. What is an entreaty? Uh, it is a plea or request. It can be a solicitation, like begging or pleading. These are all entreaties. And so why might the poor use this kind of appeal towards others, towards the rich even? The reason, I think, is because they have little or no leverage in their poverty. They have no sway. People don't jump when they speak. Their opinions and their counsel carry little weight with those of a higher financial class. It's the rich who predominantly control politics and, and the rules of the world, even in America, where we live in a, in a type of representing uh, democracy, the wealthy have influence in, in lawmaking, in the overall order of everything, yeah, more so than, than those in poverty, from small town politics all the way up to state and national. So yes, the poor use entreaties in, in all these things. They don't command others with their words. They ask. They beseech. No one backs them up. They have no big stick that they can overcome um, the club of money with. <laughs> So today, really, I'm not addressing the reason someone is poor or in money or whose fault it is that someone is impoverished or why they might be rich. I mean, we're not talking about discerning the ethical, complex web of poverty and, and wealth. I mean, it's very complex. In our text today, I think Solomon is simply saying what he said. The poor use entreaties, but the rich answer roughly. I mean... It's just uh, common wisdom. It's common truth. And you can dig down deeper and, and find how it relates in every aspect of life. For example, um, whatever person is rich in has the potential to give him pride, right? And in a this world sense of power, you might say, someone rich in athletic abilities, they might answer roughly to a wimp like me. Um, but if I have the courage, I, I might ask a bodybuilder or a weightlifter to, to, to help me move a piece of furniture or re a refrigerator. So, so I would be entreating someone that is rich in physical abilities. On the other hand, if an athlete is poor in uh, learning schoolwork or, or such, he might ask someone who is rich in smarts, not I, <laughs> And, and this smart, wimpy person might even use his power to make demands of the athletic one, answering him roughly. Listen, you bully, if you don't quit picking on me and my friends, I won't help you with your homework. You see how it works? Um, we read the text again, the poor use entreaties, but the rich answers roughly. And that's just the way this broken world has functioned throughout Time. Broken people, rich in power and influence uh, in whatever area of life it might be, they answer roughly. And those poor who are poor use entreaties. You see, there really is such a thing as being spiritually poor. In Revelations 3.17, Jesus said this to the church of Laodicea. For you say, I am rich. I have prospered and I need nothing, not realizing that you are wretched, pitiful, 
poor, blind, and naked. And again to the church in Smyrna, he said, I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you are rich. That was in Revelations 2, 9. So a person can be poor in money and athletic abilities. They can be poor in education, physical talents, and be rich in God. Okay, so now as we look at this text from a spiritual aspect, do we who are spiritually poor still use entreaties? And does God who is rich still answer roughly as our text talks about? Yes and yes, but there are some amazing differences in the way a broken world and a perfect, awesome God approach these truths. Let's look at some of the, the distinctions. First, no one is truly rich. The things that we have, are we're, they're only on loan for a while, while our Creator owns all things for eternity. Number two, the poor of the world, <laughs> they annoy the rich with their entreaties. But... There are many texts throughout the Bible that tell us that our Creator, our God, encourages us to call on Him. Romans 10.13 is one, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Another distinction is that the rich of the world answer roughly, but our God gives mercy and grace and even sent His only Son to be paid uh, for our sin. As we can see in uh, his own death, burial, and resurrection uh, for his glory and for our good. So God, uh, he adopts us and he, he calls us his children. He will give us all things, yet he does answer roughly to all who want his glory for themselves. So in closing, let me just read this text and we'll pray. In Matthew 5, 3, Jesus said this, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So, Father God, thank you for your word, Lord, and how you've actually told us uh, to call upon you, Lord, to make entreaty to you, to look to you, and, and, and hope in you and delight in you. Unlike the rich of the world, Lord, you own everything, and, uh, and you want us to, to look to you and to hope in you. Lord, we have no leverage or power or sway with you, Lord. We're bankrupt. And so we use entreaties to you, Father. We have to acknowledge that we're poor before we turn to you, Father. Help us to do that. Even as believers, Lord, help us to continually see Jesus for who he truly is, the greatest treasure in the universe. Thank you, Lord, so much. In Jesus' name, amen.